This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. I'm Mariah Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Gurvinder Carr, Chief Medical Officer at Advinsta Health Central Valley Network. Dr. Carr, it's very nice to have you on the podcast today. How are you? Good, thank you, Mariah. And um, I appreciate you taking uh, my uh, voice up to the, your audience on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait to ask you these uh, these questions today. I'm sure you're going to give some great insight into what's happening right now in healthcare. Um, but to begin, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Absolutely. I'm Gurvinder Kaur. Um, I'm an internal medicine physician by training. I've been, um, you know, out of med school for 20 plus years now, so I've been a doctor for all that time. I did do some, um, uh, I have some background in master's with a master's in health administration, and then I went ahead and, um, you know, started working here in the Central Valley quite some time back uh, in California, and uh, really have uh, evolved through my journey uh, as a physician leader, both with the physician medical group, as well as uh, through Adventist Health Physician Leadership, and have been in this role as the Chief Medical Officer for about close to three years now. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that insight. So to begin with the questions of the podcast, the first thing I want to ask you is, can you tell me about your most successful project or initiative from the last year? What issues were you trying to solve and also what drove the success? Uh, some of the key projects that we have worked on in this past uh, year or so have been uh, really uh, top decile patient safety, um, also uh, top decile inpatient quality when it comes to you know m- mortality, readmission, care progression, which is um, how efficiently we drive the patient's care while they're in the hospital, and patient experience. There, um, you know, now that's a broad, broad um, topic here. But I think if we narrow down to, um, it comes down to having a culture of uh, clinicians that care about doing their best and making our organization high performing and ability to drive performance through uh, learning, you know, continuous learning process, identifying where the issues are and improving upon them when we know that there, uh, there are processes that we need to improve on. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us that background. And as you know, the clinical workforce has changed a lot in the last few years for obvious reasons. Um, What challenges are you still facing and how do you see the clinical workforce evolving? Yeah, we continue to have issues around um, being able to recruit uh, high good talent, being able to bring in uh, folks that are highly uh, trained and talented in their different workforce. clinical uh, workforce in the Central Valley in California. And we're not much worse than other places. I realize that um, you know every different area has its own challenges, whether it's related to competition for that same workforce or whether it's related to the demand. And so understanding that, I think this trend is likely going to continue over the next several years. 
because we're not seeing that many higher number of graduates from nursing schools or from uh, medical schools. Uh, we do see that uh, radiology is one of the key challenges for physicians um, that continues to be an issue that is um, really affecting us across the board uh, from just about every cis hospital in the Adventist health system. We know that we uh, want to do better in attracting talent when it comes to radiology. We also have issues around OBGYN, um, being able to attract and keep good OB physicians in our communities because patients want to deliver close to home. And if we're not able to provide high quality OB services, we're gonna have a challenge being able to get the patients maternity care, delivery care right close to their homes. Um, cost of keeping labor and delivery uh, units open is very high. And being able to recruit OBs has become extremely challenging in these past uh, several years. I don't see that letting up anytime soon. We're not increasing the number of graduates from OB residencies either. Um, we do feel like that is one area to explore, is to um, uh, identify how we can train more uh, OB and those hard to recruit uh, specialties. For GI, we're having a lot of difficulty getting GI just about in all our markets, but definitely here in the Central Valley. Uh, this is a... Um, challenging area, mostly because the, the kind of work it is, it is high intensity work, and it takes a long time to train a GI physician. We're looking at extending uh, the those kind of specialties with advanced providers, both in their um, clinics, as well as, you know, for as for OBGYN, adding midwife programs, helping make this a team approach. And I think that's where really healthcare is going, is we're going to have a team approach. Um, and we'll have to develop algorithms where we know there's, there's a spectrum of disease process, there's a spectrum of uh, healthcare delivery. How do we best use our resources in a team-based approach, whether it's virtual and physical in person, whether it's um, you know, high-end, highly trained, high-end specialty, or there's advanced providers to support that specialty. All of those things will come down to how we best use team approaches for delivering good quality care at bedside. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us that insight and background to how you're trying to solve this issue that many people are having. Um, but before I let you go, doctor, the last thing I want to ask you is, what is your best advice for aspiring physician and nurse leaders? I My main advice would be invest in your workforce, uh, build trust within your workforce, and really identify processes that help improve the ability for people to perform better. You know, when we look at our systems and our processes and we make things efficient for people to come back to work and be able to do what they are passionate for, what they uh, signed up for, then we make everybody's lives uh, so much better. We improve our retention, we improve our culture, and that's really what our main uh, focus has been here of the past in my role in these three years is to help drive a culture that improves people's ability to do what they do best. And that's by driving the processes around them and helping them overcome those obstacles much more faster and smoother. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for those final thoughts, Doctor. This has been a very amazing and informative discussion. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare. We really do appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your uh, time with me today. Of course. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.